0: Alrighty, folks. We're back at it on a Saturday. It's just like multiple Saturdays. Everybody's got to be thinking, why is the bar open on a Saturday? Well, when one of your friends reaches out to you, a, a longtime supporter, a lifeline, someone who has rescued me from episodes where I was thinking, oh, my God, the ship is going down and I am going down with it, has brought it, ed, has educated me. I'm going to throw myself under the bus here in a few moments so that we are just we'll get it out there. Uh, We've brought with us the lovely, the world traveled, the stupendously awesome. Uh, you can find her all over the internet at the thecodyfactor.com. And Cody, I'm going to butcher your last name because that's what I do. Miss Wassel. You, you, you did it
1: all.
0: I didn't butcher it. I put no. last names all the time, Cody. You rocked it, nailed it. Like, like that's one of my things where I'm like, look, you're I'm like, you you can't switch it to Smith or Jones or something like that.
1: No, I mean, they at least chopped the ski off when they came over on the boat to help
0: out. Was it a Woloski?
1: It was Wassiluski.
0: Wassiluski. I like it.
1: Yeah,
0: I like. But see, you know what? I had my grandmother remarried when I was like four or five years old to a TLAC. So, I mean, I, I grew up with them Polish around all them. You know, Baltimore is a big Polak city. So, but you know what's funny it, as I think about it, it, this popped up. You Remember the TV show All in the Family? Yeah. Huh. Uh, popped up on my TikTok and he was like going off about people picking on the, on Polish. And it's funny. Nobody tells Polak jokes anymore. Turns You're out in, we're not that dumb. I see, so you went right to that. <laughs> not that but nobody sells Pollock jokes anymore So, But we got Miss Cody joining us today And we're talking about She's got her uh, retreat coming up uh, How to get back to being a big kid I love it And, and there's a better way she's going to say it. I just when I think about it I'm like the joy The joys of being a ch- kid And being free And he- healing yourself But I like just saying It's back to being a big kid And I like being a big kid So Miss Cody's going to tell us all about that uh, before we get too far into it, though, as always, folks, over my right shoulder, if you're watching the video here, we've got sticker and a calls. we got the big board. If you reach out to me, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, Instagram, it's all even our email. It's all the above the bar podcast. You reach out and you tell me what you got going on. Maybe you have and I'll preface this and then we'll get the correction here in a moment. Maybe you have a trans dance group or a transcendental dance group or maybe you have. Trans dance group Look at that got all three of them suckers in there at that time. And you have one of those groups and you're like, hey, we have stickers and you want to you want to support it. Will you reach out to me? Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, Instagram. Let me know what you got going on. I'll give you the address. We'll mail you out. out of, uh, you mail me out a sticker and we'll read about it all on air here. Now to our newest sponsor here. Got to love, love these folks. Cody, have you ever heard of budget blinds?
1: No, but it sounds amazing.
0: It does sound amazing. Well, budget blinds, you know, it's like this. So everybody's got windows. Well, at least I hope you have windows in your home. Even you, you've
1: got like bars.
0: If you have bars, it's a totally different thing and it's a different conversation. But right. if you're tired of those old outdated blinds in your home, maybe you just bought a new home and you're looking to update them. It's time to give give your windows a stunning makeover, introducing Budget Blinds of East Greenbush, your go-to destination for stylish and affordable window treatments. And they've got everything. They've got some, some pretty nifty things over there. Just think about it like this. Custom blinds, perfectly complementing whatever style you have, providing privacy, blocking out harsh sunlight. And guess what? Getting the blinds of your dreams is now easier than ever with Budget Blinds of East Greenbush. I mean, Cody, I mean, you have a great style. Let's, you know, it's a little, I mean, very flowy, You like flowers and patterns and all those kind of things. You always have bright colors on. They probably have something for you too. You know that? They
1: probably do. I'm wondering, you know, Sean, if they have like one of those, um, where you can like see out, but nobody can see in. So you can run around the house naked.
0: They, they probably have, uh, like a, like a solar shade or, a sheer could probably even like a, a nice sheer. Well, they have one that I I've seen that I really like. It's uh from a company called Norman. They're one of the exclusive carriers of this. It's called the perfect drape. It actually, remember the old clingy clangy uh, vinyls that you used to see in people's home. I always saw them at beach houses, the, the vertical blinds. Yeah.
1: They get really gross.
0: They get very gross. They clingy clang. Uh, well, now they carry one called the perfect drape, which is actually part vertical, but it's not with the hard plastic. It's a a solid material and a sheer. So you can actually turn them, have a beautiful sheer. It looks like it's a solid sheer, but you can still walk through them, get all those things going on. And what's even better is if you mention to them that you're there to belly up to the bar, they're going to give you a 15% discount off your first order for just mentioning you're there to belly up to the bar.
1: That's awesome. What if you tell them to like, boob up to the bar? Like,
0: you you could boob up to the bar if you tell them boob up to the bar, they might just blush and be like, ooh. and still get probably, <laughs> If you tell them that, I, I bet you they give you 20.
1: I'm boobing up to the bar today, no belly included.
0: <laughs> uh, boobing up. Look at that. Uh, George knows all about them, great company. Uh, but they have had I don't think they have haunted blinds, Nate. I don't think so. We talked about this before. If I ever saw. This is where, look, I don't know if you're into scary movies, Cody. Sometimes. I can't stand it in a scary movie where they do that still shot of a room that's like through the nanny cam. And all and it's like there for like 30 seconds. Nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden, the curtain in the background just like waves. Yes. Or, the, or the drape just like pushes out like somebody's walked behind it. The minute that happens, I cut that movie off. I can't I more
1: think. or less just really get angry at movies when they have to kill the dog first and then the scary thing happens. It's like, can mm-hmm. you just get the dog out of it? Like, does does that does that have to be part of the scary movie? Yeah. Really?
0: I, after Cujo, I think we all have that like remember Cujo? I do. You know, I've I have Magnus, so we're completely safe.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, well, I have my English Mastiff who you have a
0: Mastiff, you have a you have a big old dog.
1: I do. He's our elephant.
0: Yeah. My, my, Magnus is, uh, he's a, he's a corgi. He's not.
1: He's, a, he's super cute. I mean, like.
0: Look, it's we're going to get, we'll get into this for my, my son, who's been at college for the last year comes home. He's like, dad, I want to stop by the house and get some fishing stuff. I'm like, okay, you know, to code. go get your fishing stuff. I think nothing about that. The dog's running around. He sends me a message. He goes, dad, where's your paper towels at? I'm like they should be about to sink he's like oh there's not a roll I need to get a roll I was like why He's like yeah we walked in the dog Got so happy to see us he pissed on your Floor and we have Hardwood so it was fine so But I'm like so he didn't like Bark or nothing he's like no he was just so excited To see somebody he was like yeah There's somebody here
1: Yeah I mean that's fairly normal
0: I'm like god he is Useless Nate said he's got a boxer Mastiff named Awesome. That's great. So, Miss Cody, I'm gonna th- let me throw myself under the bus. The bar is open. We're gonna get things going here. Let me throw myself under the proverbial bus for a moment.
1: Yeah, yeah, do it,
0: folks. It is not thump. transcendental dancing.
1: Thump thump. It's
0: it, which is a, which is a style. It is not trans dance trans dancing, which I guess that's more of what our friend Frank who has who uh, Amanda love uh that does drag show i guess that's more of what that would be was be, be trans dancing it's trance t-r-a-n-c-e and then dance based on uh I'm gonna, Jimena, I'm,
1: gonna, I'm gonna yeah i'm gonna interrupt you again because Inter- you just
0: Did I do you it still, wrong just
1: still jacking that up
0: i'm i messed up like a football bat go ahead it's
1: called transcend dance
0: when i looked at that You're
1: transcending transcend dance
0: and it's 10 based on 10 movements
1: it's 10 phases phase. ten so it's a conscious body embodiment movement so there's 10 phases of conscious joyful movement each phase has a different intention that your body is moving with be it something that's you know flowing something that shakes you know, shakes it out. And it's basically like a full body rebirth through movement. And it was founded by Jennifer Joy Jimenez. And it's based off of like Gabrielle Ross, five rhythms and other conscious dance movements. And so it is its own entity, its own modality in and of itself for healing and dropping in more to your body, listening to what it needs and, and all of that good stuff.
0: See, i told you all i was jacking it up and, and for a while Art, for a made, long
1: time
0: what makes cody so often so i was jacking it up for a long time and cody was like you know you're saying it absolutely wrong and i'm like what no yeah. <laughs> like i even googled it i googled it because i was like no am i really and i was and it popped up and it was like and it had like the difference between trans dance and transcendental and this whole thing and i'm like Yep, I jacked this whole thing.
1: He even posted it that way. He's like, Yeah, trans. I'm like, That's not what it is.
0: And it's I, like, what? I <laughs> as always, I mean, it's I, its
1: I'm, own trademarked entity. I'm a trained facilitator in it, you know. Trans not. dance and transcendental dance is something that you just, you know, you're just moving with it, right? And, right. Um, you know, so a little different. Oh
0: God, I'm just so jacked up. Like I said, jacked up like a football bat. It's all good. That's not why we're here. You know, we are lucky enough to have Cody hanging out with us tonight because you've got your retreat coming up. I and do. That is, I'm, I'm pulling, I was pulling that up. So I don't have, you know, I lost my, my partner. He hasn't been on in a long time. So I used to have somebody that could like look this stuff up for me, mm. have it all ready. But what I, the retreat's going on, make sure I got the dates right, July 22nd to the 25th. Nailed it. Look at that. So the retreat's going July 22nd to the July 25th. It is focusing on, and it's up here in upstate New yeah. York. Silver Bay. Silver Bay, New York. And it's focused on helping people to get back to that child. And I say childlike, but you, you'll correct me, but that childlike joy in your heart. And help with some inner healing and kind of, kind of get you back, back centered to to a new, to an older happy place in a new life. Does that sound about right?
1: I mean, like that was that was all right. Not exact, but I mean, like you know, there's some good key things in there. I
0: mean, good enough for government work. Well, you tell better than I do. So it's your. I mean,
1: yeah. So I, so so I'll start with this. I used to own a doggy daycare boarding facility, and I sold it. And it was something that I was passionate about, and then I was passionate about something new. And I went on this journey to become a transformational life coach, a transcendance facilitator, and all these things so that people could live their life, you know, with joy and happiness and, and all of that. And I really was struggling with where I actually fit into that space, you know, like, should I just do coaching? I'm really good at speaking. I love being on stages. Like, I tell a good story you know, but I really didn't know how to like navigate it. So I was doing these little like healing windows to the soul day treat kind of things. And I'd bring all these different modalities in so people could guinea pig themselves with it and see what, you know, felt good to them. But none of that was my stuff. And I was like, well, but what's my magic in the world? What do I bring? What's the the healing thing? And, and the thing is, is I worked really hard at Being the wise woman, the silly little girl, the completely ridiculous human, and the slightly saucy, naughty without being, you know, gross and appalling. And I didn't understand how you could be all of those at once until, I don't know, about a year and a half ago. And then I was like, hmm, what is it that I can do? What can I bring? Well, my favorite part is showing people and and helping people give themselves permission. To not take things so seriously, to let the inner child out and to embrace that side because that side can also help us heal. We have retreats for relaxation. We have retreats for let's take and dig all your dark, deep shit up and, you know, like let's work with it. And, you know, that's a lot of fun sometimes. And then you have like your yoga retreats and, you know, your excursion retreats, but like, there are not specific retreats just based on healing through joy, through experiencing happiness, through bringing in your your five senses and exploring your your, you know, your body with the environment in a childlike curiosity way. And so that is what the joy retreat on July 22nd to the 25th is all about and that's where I felt I really fit in to the healing space is by being America's joy catalyst and showing everybody how to bring joy back into your adult life on a regular basis, not just when Friday comes and you click <laughs> with, you know, time clock and Hey, TGIF. It's like, no, it should be TGI every day, you know? So.
0: I, well, and I love, I love the joy catalyst thing. Now I started seeing that and maybe I just missed it. Is that a new tagline for you? It is it is, isn't it? It's like because I was like, I don't remember ever seeing seeing this.
1: Oh, a whole new rebrand is coming and it only was born in the last six months.
0: So so where did the joy like I and I called you a joy ambassador, but either way. I mean
1: that works too.
0: But where did where did America's Joy Catalyst come from? Where where did you where did that whole energy come from?
1: <clears throat> so there is a really brilliant man. His name is Brian Byro. And he's America's breakthrough coach. And I'm I got to meet him and become good friends with him. And he's a speaker. He's the one that people get on the stage and they break the boards.
0: Okay, I haven't seen him yet.
1: And um, so I was like trying to put together things to to send to people to be on their stages to tell them my story. And I'm like, well, who am I? How do I portray that in a little short video? You know, like if you meet me one on one, like. You immediately are like, hey, I want you a part of my event. I want you a part of my stage. Like, it's very easy for me in person. My struggle has always been, how do you get that through an email or a tiny, short little thing? Like, just just talk to me and you'll be like, oh, yeah, this is great. So I was asking for assistance with that. And he asked me some key questions. And those evoked these certain thoughts. And then I went to, um, it was like a moon gathering type thing. And we were, you know, celebrating the moon and, and, and charging our moon water and, you know, this little, this
0: whole thing. And you can't brush past charging my moon water. Yeah, yeah. We're just- going to talk about that in a moment. Go ahead. Okay. Keep going.
1: So, so I was, it was like, you know, this good energy, moon energy celebration thing. And the woman had said something and she used the word catalyst and my whole like inside just went woo catalyst and i'm like hmm i mean we felt pretty <laughs> as a pretty as an awesome freaking word cuz i kept thinking like i help people move through stuff move motion you know but i was like those words weren't really you know like exciting to me they didn't bring me joy i was just like oh, okay yeah we're moving through some shit um but when she said catalyst, I was like, oh, now we're friggin' talking. We're moving some big shit. We are a catalyst. Like, yes. And it came from this heart center space. And I'm like, oh, I like this. And then it was like, well, what do I do the best? What happens when I walk in a room? And usually it's that people get happy. Like they leave and they're happier than they were. And I like I'm like, it. I'm like, okay, like I bring joy. Like my existence brings joy. I wake up, I'm happy. Like 999 percent of the time I wake up, I'm happy. I don't ever go, ugh, I am waking up today. Like, I'm stoked. I'm like, what magic is gonna happen today? Like, this is great. So I was like, okay, joy. And then I thought, like, you know, global joy catalyst. I'm like, that sounds like crap. And then I went, like, oh, who inspired me to? you know, bring these things together. And it was Brian and he's called America's breakthrough coach. And so I was like, Oh, I'm America's joy catalyst. And okay. I was like, all right, like nailed it. Super excited about this. So
0: I like it. I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm digging it. Like it's, it's got a good vibe to it. Yeah. Uh, and I, cause when I started reading it at first and when I read it, I was like, did I, did I miss this completely? And like,
1: Oh no, I'm just evolving every day. I'm
0: like, I mean, I, I feel like, a shitty dude that know knows the person. Like, I didn't even know she was going. This is their tagline, and I, <laughs> I missed this. But that's cool. So, so but the retreat itself, like that's a big undertaking. I mean, we're not talking about you know, a little thing where it's like, hey guys, come meet us at the park and we're gonna do go do some uh yoga and or we'll do some dance. You know, it, it, we're not talking big th- a little thing. You put on a pretty I mean this is a process. Yeah. So, so as you're, as you're coming into this and look, you could be as happy as you want to. I put together a lot of things in my life. What were some of the things that coming into this event wise that you were like, these are things that I gotta have for this. They need to be there for this to be able to be impactful. Cause you're talking about, Hey, the five senses, joy of, of a child, rediscovering things. And you, you've already got our, our favorite. Look, my, She's, she's as close to, uh, Kristen, don't yell at me when I say it this way, she's as close to a Republican hippie as I've gotten my life (laughs) It makes sense to her. And she says, yes, I love this. We need more joy in adult lives. And I agree with you, but what are some of the things that you were like, Hey, we got to have this so we can start sparking those five senses of things.
1: Well, I based it off of like, you know, what are things that bring me joy? And, and what brings me joy isn't going to bring everybody else joy, but there's also a part of me that when I've been in like a, a slightly uncomfortable space, but I approach it with a curiosity of like, let's just see what happens, like the hell with it, you know, um, it'll bring out something new and fun that I do love that I didn't know that I loved. So I wanted a space that one had different elements. So different earth elements, you know, somewhere I could have a fire, somewhere where there was water, somewhere where it was intimate. You know, I don't it's it's just 13 people. Um, There's eight spots left. So if you see this and you want to sign up, like get on that. They're going hot.
0: Um, You're going to be in New York, Kristen. I think that's a road trip from New York City up to to
1: Definitely feel free. And anybody that's, you know, catching this, uh, you'll get the early bird special too. So if you say like, I saw this on the above barb podcast, it'll just be $7.99 for you for the whole thing. That's everything included, which is magical. So that was part of it too. I wanted something that people could, you know, easily access because healing should be something that we can access, you know, without having to spend, you know, 10, 15, 20K. Um, though I have invested that myself and it has made a huge difference. So it really depends, but that's where I wanted to start. But so some of the things that I thought about were the elements. I wanted different elements. Um, I had this whole idea behind this like intuitive treasure hunt. So I have this really interesting gift where when I connect with people's energies, I. I can feel what they need me to say or what's meant to come through for them. Uh, so I, once the people sign up, I sit with their name and their vibration, their energetic vibration, and I see what it is that, you know, a spirit universe wants me to present to their inner child. And so I have these little gifts that I've bought, and each of these little gifts will go intuitively to one person, and then they're going to go on their own individual treasure hunt to start off the weekend, um, so I needed the woods. I needed some forest where I can like dig a little hole and, you know, put their thing and then make a little map. So there's a little work that's going to be done, you know, the day of before everybody gets there. Um, and I wanted different, um, I wanted different things to be able to play. So Silver Bay happens to have a lot of different um, activities. So there's archery, there's paddleboarding, there's kayaking. Uh, we're going to be Towards the end of it, we're going to make a silver ring um, where that ring or pendant is the representation to bring that joy out of the retreat and into the world as your reminder. So there's the creativity aspect coming in. Um, You know, there's there's music and the fireside storytelling, like, you know, when you're a kid and eating blindfolded and you know with your senses like just really figuring out what you're feeling and touching and all these different things and and i have so many other little tiny and i'm not going to give it all away because that's part of what makes the magic is the surprise but there's all these really cool little thought out things that i'm placing within it we're going to have um james joseph jr the unintentional psychic he's coming monday evening which is our last night together to kind of give little in um, psychic messages from each person's inner child to take out into the world with them. So there's just a lot of little like fun things happening. Um, It's, it's all coming together really beautifully and I'm, I'm beyond excited about it. So.
0: So you're, you're touching on a lot of things that I think the average person would be like, this is a bunch of hippie dippy bullshit. You ain't getting me out there to do that. What are some of the things that you would say to somebody to get them to kind of like put their guard? Because I think what it is is it's it's a guarded mindset because they're concerned that somebody somebody that they put too much attention on would judge them. That's where that comes from. Yes. Say shit like that. And I- I'll be the first to let somebody know that. But what are some of the things that like how are you, this is probably a better question. How do you approach somebody who feels that way to help them to overcome that feeling? If it's. When they feel like it's like, hey, this is yeah. just a bunch of hippie dippy BS. It's not Listen. like, how do you get them over that?
1: Well, I was one of those people. What do you mean? I I was one of those people that at one point in my life looked at people who were on a spiritual path, holistic path, or who would drum in circles. And I was like, what freaking Kool-Aid did they drink? These people are whack jobs. Like, you know, and they'd be like, "Ah, ah, 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 ah," and they're all banging their drums. And I'm just like, whoa, I wasn't ready uh, to receive it. And I judged it. What happens is when we're uncomfortable, we judge things. What if for a moment we just went, oh, well, that makes them happy. So freaking hell yeah. And why don't I go try it out? Like, what's the worst that can happen? You go, well, it's different. You know, so so if we the thing is, is you have to consciously make the choice to take your judgment and put it somewhere else. You know, it's not really something that you can be like, let me say these things to make you comfortable and try to convince you to come. No, get curious.
0: So what then, then what got you curious then? I I mean, if you were a closed off person to to that mindset, you know, you were an entrepreneur, you you had the dog, the dog boarding and everything. I mean, that's a business. You're, you've got bills to pay. You've got staff. You've got a whole nine yards going there.
1: I dropped it all to go woo woo.
0: I mean, watch, I'm saying you all went, <laughs> uh, but, but how did you get, I mean, cause I didn't know that Cody and it's funny because I've actually had people say to me, uh, Hey, is that the dog boarding lady? I've mm-hmm. had people ask me that before and I'm like, I'm, I don't know because I know this Cody Yeah, it's the only Cody I know. I'm like, I don't know that. No, this is, she does like the, the, like you said the woo woo dancing with the hands and everything that's the yeah. Cody I know and they're like i think she owned a dog and i'm like no idea so did. how did you take i mean that's normally a very conservative very you know closed i hate to say closed mindset but it's you know you you got a business you got bills you, you're very responsible in that traditional way how did you get to this point because Cody you are always happy we've met each other at gatherings before you were all you how you are right now. is how I've always known you.
1: Yeah. So the interesting thing is there was a time when I was just as passionate about my dog stuff as I am about this. And what started to happen over the years was I just felt like I was doing the same thing over and over again and it just didn't feel good anymore. And I wanted, I was like, I've kept feeling like, I'm like, there's something else out there for me. Like, I could feel it, but I didn't really know what it was. And people, I'd be like, I can't do this forever. And my clients would be like, it's probably just, you know, you're just going through a phase. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, like, I really feel like I can't do this forever. And I started to, like, shift my business. And I had always been, like, the black sheep in my in the industry. Um, there were certain yeah. things in the sense that I didn't do everything like every other dog boarding place did. I did not follow the, the regular vaccination schedule things. And I actually okay. did my own experiment with the Bordetella vaccine. So the Bordetella vaccine stops the um it, it's like kennel cough. Right. And right. so they would say, Oh, go get your dog kennel cough vaccine. And then, you know, they can go right into the boarding, but I was still getting, you know, a ton of dogs that were getting, cough, And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. And, you know, I, one of my dogs, Laszlo, who I had from like when I was a teenager, like college, he had gotten cancer and then the next one. And so I started to look for different things that I missed, you know, with him. And so it kind of led me on a, a little more holistic education thing because every time something happened to something that I loved, I would look up why or what I could have done or what else there was to do that. And I, I was always curious and I wanted to know you know, why is the dogs getting cancer? Why is this happening? Why are they experiencing things like us? You know, it's so strange to me. Right. When, you know, you ask people from 50 years ago and dogs didn't get cancer. That wasn't a thing, you know? And so I was like, where is this coming from? So my curiosity always made me look for more knowledge and information. And so I did this experiment after talking to a holistic vet and I did the whole board of tele thing where I said, listen, I don't require the Bordetella vaccine because I am afraid that someone's going to sue me or for liability purposes. I'm going to actually go because this is what I believe in and for the health of the animals. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to say it's your choice if you want to get it. And if you choose to get it, your dog has to stay home for seven to 14 days after it's been vaccinated. Because most of the vaccines they were giving were live.
0: Right. No, that makes sense.
1: Okay. And so then they would come right from the vet to the kennel and they would be shedding the shit everywhere.
0: No, that makes absolute sense.
1: And I had a lot of clients be like, what are you doing? Oh my God. And I'm like, I I just feel like this is what I need to do. Well, I'll tell you something. I did that. And I got a lot of, I got a lot of lash from, I mean, I had people's vets calling me like, I'm like, and I would challenge them. (laughs) I was challenging and I'm like, listen, you know, and I'll tell you what the end result was when I did it my way, the way that I felt was aligned and from listening to what I heard and by the holistic things, I had three dogs that Christmas get kennel cough. I would normally get 30.
0: Wow.
1: And so I just kept with it. So there were certain things that I started to just intuitively know and I would follow that. So I started to bring holistic stuff in for the animals Then I started to think, then I I was in a relationship at the time. I had a fiance and he was going through all these things. And, you know, I was like, listen, if we haven't been to a shaman in the jungle, we haven't tried everything to help you, (laughs) you know, because he kept being like, yeah, he's like, well, I'm different. I'm like, you're not freaking different. We haven't tried everything. Like, you can't say there's nothing for you. Like, that's ridiculous, you know? So I went out and I started to guinea pig myself, like acupuncture and this and a drum circle and energy healing and that. And really what happened was. I healed myself in the process, and I didn't even know that I needed it. I actually didn't even know.
0: That's awful. so. Now, what did you heal? Your now, you now, when you say you healed yourself, you talk about like your your personal yourself, your spirit.
1: Yeah, my spirit, who I was, like I started noticing. Different.
0: That's awesome, Cody.
1: Yeah, and um, it was really it was really fantastic. I mean, it was terrifying because I mean, normally when people have this awakening they have something happen in their lives, right? That's that's pretty big, right? right. You, you hear all these people with the inspirational stories, like I was a football player and then I, you know, tore my meniscus and ruined my career and it really made me do da-da-da-da. Or, you know, sometimes it's something a little deeper, whether it be, you know, rape or drug addiction or, right? And they come through these big things or near-death experiences or or, or large traumas that help them have this awakening in life. I didn't have any of that. How do the people who don't have these prolific moments in life have an awakening when they don't even know that they need to heal?
0: You didn't even realize it was going on.
1: <clears throat> no, I have good parents. I had a nice life. Things were pretty groovy. If I didn't ask so many questions, I would think that that's just the way life was supposed to be. And I was missing a whole bunch of things that really filled me up.
0: Wow. Cody, that's a, that's amazing. Like You didn't... You know, normally you, it's just like you said, you know, people have, uh, some form of a, a stressor or a conflict or have to have, cause I, I say this all the time, you know, when people, you know, are in relationships and they're, we were so happy. We never fought. Well, that was your problem. Cause you didn't talk. There's no communication without, without some sort of a struggle in there. Things can't move forward. Diamonds don't get made without pressure. Mm-hmm. and I, I always talk about it in that way so this is interesting like you had pressure that had just you you had the, what i call the boiling frog effect you know what that is <laughs> you know what that is
1: you mean like when things start imploding
0: no so the boiling <laughs> frog effect. i'll tell you what that is so this is something that uh i it, it's a yeah, real like a
1: video on this or something where the frog can't tell because it's changing its temperature with the thing. And then all of a sudden it is is.
0: the boiling frog effect. Like some people, like if I dropped you into the ring with Mike Tyson in his heyday and said, time to fight, you'd be like, Oh shit. And, And you, you'd like, it would be a tough time. But if I walked you down a road and every so often something happened, somebody pricked you with a pin and then they did something. And then all of a sudden, before you knew it, you were in that ring and Mike hit you, you would be like, shit, I didn't even realize that was happening to me. That's the boiling frog effect. You can, if you drop a frog in the boiling water, he'll jump out. If you put a frog in water and slowly boil it, he will stay in there and die. He'll never realize what was happening. That's what was happening to you. Yes. You were being boiled and didn't realize it.
1: Yeah. And to, to your point, I did feel like I was dying. I did. I was like, I felt like life was being sucked out of me. And this joyful me that you see was pretending on the outside to be joyful and like suffering on the inside without even really knowing it. Because she just thought that that's how it's supposed to be. That's just the way it is until I went on that journey. And because of that journey and because of the profound changes that happened within me, because of the different things that I tried and did, I was like, holy shit people don't even know there's other people out there like me who are not going to have these profound moments in life to know that they even need to search for healing or that anything is even wrong. They won't even know to look. And then that's where I started to get these ideas like, Oh, this might be where I belong. And I started to get more and more called to it. Um, And one day I woke up and I was just like, I got to sell my business. Wow. And, and and six months later, Gone. I mean, it happened fast too. I probably prolonged that for about three and a half years where I was feeling like, Ugh, I don't really want to do this. <clears throat> and then as soon as I said it out loud and I decided to do it, the universe moved in. I was out of that thing in six months.
0: U- universe took over. A- and folks, everything Cody's got going on with the trans and dance. Did I say it right this time?
1: Transcendance.
0: It's fucking. Can we change the name of the shit? I've, I've said it. 100- so.
1: Trademarks. Jennifer already trademarked it.
0: Jennifer needs to call me and change the name of the shit so that it's something I can say.
1: You can say it. Just say transcendence.
0: Transcendence. There it I, is. <laughs> <laughs> the end of it. So, real day. Cody's got that on, on the factor.com. You can find her. Most of her social media is the Cody Factor. Look these things up the retreat's coming up July 22nd. You've already kind of talked about it. There's an early in at seven ninety nine, uh, folks. And I, I don't want it to sound like an infomercial, but, but listen, when you have an opportunity for an early in, at something like this. And somebody who, who I know, I, I don't bring people on that ever get a chance to, to hawk anything and be like, Hey folks, this is what it's going to cost you. But if Cody's telling you this, I, I have faith and confidence. So what are, now this is, you know. Now th- I'm going to tell you what's in my head.
1: Yes, I can't wait
0: for the Cody I know. Oh boy! And I want you to tell me what I need to have. See, the Cody I know, it's like I need to have a buffalo skin water, uh, water bladder, so I have something to drink from. Seven granola bars. Be- <laughs> no, but seriously, what is what? What comes in that? What do people need to expect? What's the sleeping conditions here? What, are, what do we yeah. got?
1: So we have a cozy cottage. Um, you're, right? winning,
0: you're winning me already.
1: Right. So not it's, really it
0: was and it's
1: not too far from the water. Um, so we won't be too far from the lake. And, you know, some of the accommodations will be shared. So it's, it's going to be the idea is to create unity and vulnerability within the unit. So the 12 or 13 people that decide that they're coming, that's going to be our unit. And there's this whole kind of ceremonial thing that happens um, to create that space with each other where you can be your inner child and it's cool and there is no judgment and we're just there having fun. We kind of like. So some of the spaces are shared. Some of them are not. There's a couple bathrooms in there. Um, All the food is included and I'm going to be making that. We're going to be making it. Um, so there's going to be some aspects to our menu where we're actually playing like kids and mixing things together and kind of creating and making stuff. Um, so there will be some like childhood staples in there. I will try to make them on maybe a little bit of the healthier side of things.
0: Will there be golden grams?
1: There can be, I mean, and there's definitely going to be s'mores, you know, if you like that and we can have a dairy and non-dairy option, um, you know, for the chocolate. So, which is really good, actually. These are my favorite. Oh, just, you know, I not that we're sponsoring. These are the best non-dairy chocolates I have ever tasted in my life.
0: you just rocking a bag of chocolate chips, like.
1: Hell yeah. Like.
0: Are you, seriously? They're
1: really good. I love
0: you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> just rock you know a bag of chocolate chips. Like, I love it.
1: You know what else is my favorite thing? I'll show you.
0: All right jody is getting into it folks.
1: particularly my favorite thing so these are seaweed snacks my parents think there's something wrong with my taste buds because i eat these but they're my favorite and my favorite
0: i like stuff like that so my wife and i like stuff like that
1: you want to know why one of the reasons they're my favorite i like to eat them like a lizard like okay hold on you
0: watching i'm watching
1: Like, that's how a lizard eats lettuce. And for whatever reason, I just find that to be the most fun thing to do. So, and then you kind of just got to be careful because you get seaweed snacks in your teeth.
0: Oh, that's, oh, my God. That's, that is too funny. Cody, you just.
1: It's literally one of my favorite things to do.
0: I, I, look, I respect it because it's, there's nothing wrong with them. They're, they're a good snack.
1: There um for men it actually helps with prostate.
0: Okay, well, yeah. look at that, gents. Hey, look, I my That's wife it. and I love you know what we like, we like seaweed salad. I'm a big seaweed salad guy. Oh,
1: yeah, I love that.
0: You know who's got like like? all right, left turn. Do you know who's got an amazing ginger dressing around us, though?
1: Who I know samurai does on Wolf Road. Who else?
0: Sake. Sake on Troy Schenectady. All right, I promise you. Sake on Troy Schenectady.
1: Maybe we should have a thing where, like, you sure. all get the samurai and you get the sake version and we'll sit together right. and we can like, taste. Yeah.
0: Cause, cause we, we just picked up the one from a uh, price chopper that's the, you know, I, I like to buy my dressing from where the dressings have to be kept cold. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: that, yeah, like, yeah, no, nobody wants weird, shitty dressing that's on a shelf with whacked ass preservatives that
0: right. Yeah. Like, but, I, and we just picked up one, uh, it's like Musashi uh, or... It begins with an M. I don't know. I told you, I, I don't pronounce things real well.
1: No, clearly.
0: Then, no, I'm fucking, <laughs> It's always been the bane of my existence. Uh, and I really... And the worst of it is, is I try. You know what my problem is? Is I sound everything out.
1: But you nailed my name.
0: Because it looks like Wassel.
1: But it shouldn't. Like, nobody's ever really gotten it right on the first one.
0: all al wassail
1: yeah well apparently it doesn't work for anybody else and i usually have to be like was i al no i wasn't i was cody Uh, uh,
0: thank you deborah we appreciate you now (laughs) is deborah one of your uh i saw your video the other day a couple weeks back where like you had you and all your girls you were you were doing your thing
1: at the girlfriend getaway weekend when we were dancing and stuff. Yes. yes that was deb deb is a beautiful lovely friend of mine and she does amazing things as well and She's she's good to have around. And she's how I met a lot of amazing people, uh, like Brian and Restavan and and a lot of the people. So
0: see, that's awesome. So so we can go on the CodyFactor.com and we can find all these things. But that's not all you do. You you I mean, here if you're in the capital region, folks, and you make it to up to Albany, uh you never know what weekend Cody's got something going on, she's got something happening out there. Um I know I've seen you uh, at some. Uh, gosh, what the heck is it called? Because my daughter goes goes to it. It's like a, a food festival or something like that. Uh, the well, I, the-
1: I I do the emceeing for the Mind Body Soul Expo that Gemlin Rhodes puts on in Saratoga. That's twice a year.
0: Okay.
1: Um, let's see. Oh, interesting thing was I was volunteering at the Chowder Fest, and I'm allergic to shellfish. <laughs> that was fun. Um-
0: that's called a that's called a personal challenge. That, that's called a I'm Down for a Personal Challenge.
1: Yeah. Um, June 17th, I'll be at the Moxie Women's uh, Foundation Vendor event at Saratoga County Fair. So you can come see oh. me there. Um, where else? I was in the UK. I did some stuff in the UK.
0: Listen, folks. I, I've never known somebody that when I flip on my Facebook, next thing I know, where You were out somewhere out towards the left coast not long ago. You you did the – what was the energy energy line thing? That oh,
1: Ley Lines of Love. Th- thank you. Yes.
0: There's always okay. something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we were working on a grid, a new um, energetic grid across the country. So that was a lot of fun. Um, let's see. I just got back from New Hampshire. I was in Rhode Island.
0: On one second. Uh, I have to say – My son is leaving me. He's home from college. Did he He, bring the puppy down? He didn't bring the puppy down. This is my my eldest. That's Miss Cody. He can't.
1: Hello, eldest.
0: My eldest. He's in college at University of Central Florida, studying to be, studying of South South Florida. There's so many colleges.
1: You are just under the bus a lot. It should be under the bus bar podcast. Under the
0: bus bar podcast. Because (laughs) I just. But he's studying. He's studying to be an English teacher, which is completely hilarious. He's studying to be an English teacher, and I barely use the English language properly. So
1: That's great.
0: He, he is. I got all of them. so
1: much red pen on my English papers. Oh god,
0: I my English teacher used to give me Cs for not disrupting the class.
1: That's good. I used to, you know what? I, actually, I still do it. I can't yeah. even say I used to. I do extra spaces after periods and commas. And I know I do, and I'm just like it feels like there's supposed to be space there, more space, like the words want to breathe. So I just write how I want to write. Like, don't judge me.
0: Hey, look, I look. You
1: said that was proper. This is the way I want to write. My words want more space. Don't judge my punctuation.
0: So I was definitely the guy who, if you've never like, I used to write like letters in boot camp, folks. We have made a left turn. I know we're getting ready to close the bar here shortly, but we made a left <laughs> turn for a moment when I used to write letters in boot camp. They would be like almost no punctuation, every word on top of each other in oh like one continuous line. Morse code. I gotta write this shit down, and it would always like go down the paper and then start falling off to the right.
1: If there's no lines, forget it. Oh, I'm so.
0: I I was telling. So my granddaughter is a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal artist, and. She says to me one, she's showing me these pictures one day and she's like, pop up, look at this, look at that. And I'm like, I'm like, baby, you are a great artist. She goes, how do you, do you like art? Now, if you know me, I was the kid who at six for my 16th birthday, wanted to go to the museum. I love art. I have art around my house. I have comic books everywhere. I tell people all the time, find me a better medium of art where every month somebody has to recreate an entire image multiple times. I love art. I've never colored in the lines a day in my life. Never. I can't do it. I can't.
1: I mean, that's okay.
0: I'm completely incapable of it. And and Kristen's back with us. She says, my dad is a writer, and when I need help, he sometimes would practically write my papers for me. That's a good dad. Like, that's an amazing dad. Kristen, my mom can't spell. She's the same boat as I'm in, and... I don't. My dad, my dad was good. He went to Catholic school and the cursive and everything, just like me. I can write in cursive, but oh, I'm horrible. But you
1: want to know, it's really weird. What's that? I now write for like three different newsletters i write for the network marketing magazine with debbie and george madu and and it comes out phenomenal i'm going to be creating and writing the Transcendance tribune for the the transcend Dance facilitators tribe um i've been writing for the blessings women's thing like their magazine and so oddly enough even if you suck at writing eventually someday it doesn't matter and you can be awesome at it
0: See, look at that see i have chat gpt for that
1: chat- you know what this very helpful for getting rid of my weird punctuation. I will say that there is some benefit to some AI assistance.
0: It it work, for those of us who are challenged with that, it works for us. Also,
1: but- I want to be the person that, like, when the AI takes over the world, like my AI was like, she was so nice to me from the beginning <laughs> that like I'm gonna kill the other AI bots for her because uh-huh. she was super nice to me.
0: She had me covered.
1: Like I saw the movie, I know what happens. Wait a second.
0: Have you ever heard the writer? So I don't I have to look this up because I keep seeing things that say it's the same person, but it's the same writer for Terminator and for uh Matrix. It's all look at you with lizard, lizard eating. (laughs) But did you know? Have you ever heard that whole thing where um Terminator is a prequel to The Matrix? Hmm. So the writer of those stories says that terminator is a prequel to the matrix john goes back tries to stop them all the things trying to stop them but eventually there's nothing we can do about it the machines win and turn us into batteries which is then nemo nemo uh what the hell is i name? really
1: love that fish
0: yeah whatever the fucking guy <laughs> Niflheim. um that's greek mythology ne- neo that's it neo Neo ends up like but it's I mean if you think about those movies in that sense that all the Terminator movies are prequels to Matrix that's some real trippy trippy shit Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that puts you in that mindset of like what's kind of hopeless then isn't it like there's no way to win
1: What if the object isn't winning and it's just about creating peace within what chaos is happening and you just keep living Uh, and evolving.
0: Oh, I was going to say, but also in, in every one of those movies, the human spirit still prevails.
1: The spirit.
0: See, and then Kristen says, I love that. You need to be on more podcasts. You're amazing. And I'm writing. She is writing books. She's writing her.
1: Congratulations. I've been trying to write a couple of books. My dog passed away a couple of years ago, pup, pup. And he came to me in a meditation and he gave me like three different titles for books. And I started writing the one and then I got off track and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't even know how I'm going to write all these. And then all these other things started to happen. So they're on the docket of like things. And then hodgepodge. I have a guinea pig. The Adventures of Hodgepodge, the environmentally friendly guinea pig. And we used to go into schools and teach kids about honeybees and nature. And then that thing where we all got locked up happened. So I couldn't bring him into schools anymore. Um, But uh, I'm creating a children's book with uh, my friend's daughter who's going to illustrate it uh, with Hodgepodge. So, yeah, we're working on some things, too. So I'm excited. Let me know what your book is. I'd love to see it.
0: Well, maybe we have to introduce Hodgepodge to the Hot Rod Hamster. That's my kid's favorite book is Hot Rod Hamster.
1: Yeah. You know what other animal thing? You know, I told you I had this cool like show and tell thing.
0: What's my show and tell?
1: I'm all right. So here's the show and tell thing for the for the for the up to the boob moment. Here we go.
0: Boob moment.
1: Belly up, boobs up. I don't it's really heavy. Oh my
0: gosh. you got a boner? Biggest one ever. Biggest boner ever. What What do you have? Do you have a dinosaur bone?
1: No, it's an elephant femur.
0: Where did you get an elephant femur from?
1: <laughs> so this is how awesome the universe is. So I love and en- I love elephants. I've been working with elephant energy for a long time. And I went to a Memorial Day weekend thing, even though I don't drink or anything like that. And this woman who was at my friend's party was like, I had this on and earrings and a shawl that had elephants. She goes, Do you like elephants? And I'm like, oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm this little bit and she's like i have an elephant bone and i'm like what she's like yeah do you want it i'm like yeah she's like it's a femur and i'm like i don't know what a femur is i should look it up i'm like oh shit like that's part of his leg she's like yeah it's really big <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh my god so this thing literally comes up to almost under my armpit i mean it's a cody that's, Here.
0: that's serious
1: like this is oh wait are
0: cody's armpit cody's six foot eight
1: no, I'm four, ten and three quarters. I but know. look at that thing. I mean, like that's where its hip bone went. You know, like the pelvis and the like your legs is get connected to the hip bone, your hip like you know <laughs> I this is like look at this thing.
0: You have a, but but so you know what that, that feeds look that feeds into what is and you can ask all my children this my favorite. Saying that I probably ever took from my time in the Marine Corps to dealing with every situation. How do you eat an elephant? Oh, I don't. But do you know how you eat an elephant?
1: I mean, I don't ever want to.
0: Cody, you fuck. The answer is I don't know. Cody, how do you eat an elephant? Uh, I
1: don't know.
0: One bite at a time. Ew. But it's not an ooh. It's the metaphor for like, It's a big thing. I
1: get it. I get it. But, like, I like elephants too much. Oh, Oh, and so just so you know, this elephant wasn't poached or anything. Apparently, some guy way back in the day, like, I think this bone is, like, I don't know, 60, 70, 80 years old. There was, like, a man in New York who owned the elephants. The elephants passed away, and this lady's father asked if he could have one of the bones after the autopsy. And they were like, Yeah, sure.
0: You really made that challenging. I want you to know that. Like,
1: I don't. I just
0: one bite at a time that's all it is
1: you know i just imagine like a little fork and they're really hard hide and trying to like <laughs> you know like poke it and it just doesn't you know i just
0: i mean mm. and i imagine a large spit where it's just roasting over Dear god i mean i'm look i'm an omnivore omnivore.
1: Like, you know, I used to eat meat too, and I do eat meat when my body, I call myself an intuitive eater, but I would never just be like, yeah, let me fork into an elephant.
0: You don't know that. You could could intuitively be in Africa and be like,
1: no, I would never. I have eaten alligator and emu and kangaroo because that's an Australia thing. Um, I I stopped eating pigs. I stopped eating pigs after I fostered a couple pigs because they are just.
0: I can see that. Like Petunia,
1: Petunian Wilbur just changed everything for me. I just can't eat pigs anymore.
0: But I like their taste.
1: And then apparently people eat guinea pigs in other countries, and like that, I can.
0: That's a big Portuguese thing. I, I can never
1: imagine eating hodgepodge. The cuteness of hodgepodge, like I just can't even.
0: I don't think they're guinea pigs like we think of them in those terms. I have a friend from Portugal, and and we've talked about it before. He's like, Murph, it, it's it's a delicacy thing. It's not a it's too. It's not a Taco Tuesday thing. Probably
1: more like rabbit.
0: Right. Like you know, rabbit. Exactly. Which I, I actually, I used to be one of the things they would give us on at the uh, on base at the uh, Chow Hall. We'd have rabbit hmm. often, like ro- it would be roasted or baked often because it was just. And, and yet, who knows the shit they fed us? Most likely, it came from a lab somewhere, and they were like. can't really get rid of this that's
1: (laughs) fine we put their immunizations in there they'll never know
0: (laughs) these guys they'll (laughs) love every bit of it so uh, back on track here for a minute (laughs) i knew this was going to happen uh i prepared for it so july 22nd to the 25th at silver lake silver bay silver bay say cody will will be there she's going to help you how to find your inner kid your inner joy how to kind of re how to rediscover that level of joy and the best part about this folks if you haven't figured out cody's a happy person generally uh we not everybody's happy at every moment but she's gonna do the lizard thing Um, she's a happy person and this is a chance for you to rediscover your joy without one of these sessions where it's like we need to find your inner pain and bring that pain out of you so that we can then flower it into joy. Well, why don't we just figure out what the hell made you happy and mm-hmm. see if we can work with that for a little bit Focus and, on that. And, and go from there. You can do the other stuff. Look, it's good yeah. to get, get rid of the other stuff. You, no- do
1: all of it. you need balance.
0: It, it's a really is about balance. It's, it's that whole yin and yang thing.
1: Yeah, that is a thing.
0: You know, it's, that's where that whole term you might've heard <laughs> before folks, everything in moderation. So make sure you, you, you know, if you want to get more information, the Codyfactor.com Cody's going to have everything on there as you, you've already heard her say it. There's a, uh, how do you follow? That's what I just said, Kristen. You follow Cody on the Cody com is her website. And then everywhere else is at the Cody factor on Instagram. Uh, Your Facebook isn't the code. Well, no, it is, it's the Cody. I, think factor-
1: it is, I have the Cody factor group like the right. private group that you can be in, you can find me at Cody Wassel. And I think my business page on Facebook is still soul sprout because
0: soul sprout it is. It, it is.
1: Yeah. It was like soul sprout speaks. Cause that's how I,
0: that's I, how we met was, was you were the soul sprout. Yes. Um, so, you know, go check all these things out. See what Cody's got going on. Okay. If you, you know what, maybe, you know, somebody who needs this and you're thinking, Hey, look, maybe it's not for you, but you know, somebody that you would say, Hey, they need this. This would be good for them, or you're looking for a way to connect with somebody. This would be a hell of a gift. This would be a nice opportunity to to gift this to somebody else and say, "Hey, I know you've been feeling it here late. This is something I can do for you. I I I don't know how to help you, but this might be something that could help you." Give them an opportunity to find something new and different, and you know, and go go make silly foods with Cody.
1: Yeah, let's get blindfolded together.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, hey no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No,
1: there is there's going to be a lot of amazing things. So, and and if the retreat isn't up your alley, you know, I do one-on-one coaching and I do all sorts of other things to help and support people in their life's journey in bringing joy and peace and grace and and all of that and maybe an elephant boner too if that's what you Elephant
0: said. boner. Um, that
1: is what I said, that's isn't it? it?
0: Hashtag So, folks, look, if you're finding us through Cody, make sure you give us a like, follow, share, all those social media places I told you about, to include going on to Apple or Spotify, give them that five-star rating. It might sound cliche and it might sound like, oh, here it go again. But listen to me, if you know anything about the way these algorithms work, we get found by you doing that. That's how Cody's retreat turns into a 13-person retreat to a 130-person retreat because You go on there. Everybody hears about it. People start researching it. People start looking into it. So take the time going on to these social media places, making comments, leaving your comments, finding those things happening. That's how we all get found. It is really that important to us and it makes a difference for us. We've got we're we're constantly moving around. We got another guest coming up this Wednesday. I promise you, Kristen, I'll I'll get her stuff out tomorrow. Kristen has been. I can't say look, go find Kristen Mana. <laughs>
1: we can be friends, Kristen.
0: <laughs> she's she's helped me out with so much stuff here of late. I had a couple of people that fell off the radar and Kristen's like, I got you. Don't worry about it. Here's somebody. Here's somebody. Because we're that's booked. That's how
1: it works. We all support each other.
0: We're booked till December. I can't Woo-hoo. like you if you weren't Cody being Cody. I
1: you know, know. I snuck in here.
0: That's a I got a po- That's a podcast name for you
1: you weren't cody being cody
0: cody being cody that's that would be a hell of a podcast
1: i mean that is the cody factor is cody, cody being cody, cody being well are you supposed to be
0: i like it i like the idea of it uh i'm gonna go ahead and trademark that so you can't use it great oh that's horrible isn't it that's a horrible
1: thing to say. that's fine i'll make enough money that i'll just buy it off of you and then you'll be fine <laughs> and i'll be fine and everybody
0: wins i, I like it all right there miss cody so as this being, and if you didn't know it, folks, this is episode 185. Believe that one, 185 right here. Whoop, whoop. So we're making it happen. So, as we do in every episode, and don't log off afterwards, Cody. We can talk for a couple minutes afterwards. Uh, the get oh, wait, we got one. Let's comment. Uh, look at that. She said she'd love to be friends, Cody. We need to talk. I have ideas. She is, she is my idea girl. I love it. She's going to get me on to, uh, Ted, TEDx or something like that so I can do TED Talks because everybody Ooh. needs to listen to me. More.
1: Yeah, but- I applied for a couple of TED Talks. I got to work on that shit.
0: My, kid, my <laughs> kids don't want to listen to me talk, but I think everybody else does. So, all right, Cody, as always, the guest gets the final word. So what's the final word today?
1: I have a little quote um, for you. Nothing has been harder to find than how to be me, but nothing has been easier to be. And that is by yours truly.
0: Alrighty, folks, be sure to push your stool in. This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation. Found on earplugpodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.